0: The world went to hell around the year 2000, which is why Adam and Chad live less than 2000. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app and continue the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content, specials, and early access to a longer, uncensored, less than 2,000 experience. And now, Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wince and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. I've been working on breathing exercises lately. I'm trying to do this thing where I, you know, you always tell me I'm going to have a heart attack. And so I'm always like, you know what? Maybe I should, you know, breathe deeper in and out. You know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to work on that. But I also think
1: it might, first of all, you always say that you might have a heart attack. It's not me being a jerk about it, it's
0: me throwing that in your face and
1: saying, well, what are you going to do about it, homie?
0: Right. Okay. So to clarify, you are not just walking around saying, "Dude, you're gonna die young." You're, you actually are, are responding in 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 <laughs> words that have come out of my mouth. Okay, I get that. This movie, man. What's funny is I uh, I was super. Which ex- movie is that? Cruel Intentions. Oh no, okay, I, I, we're gonna we're clearly gonna. So anybody who didn't read the title because it's on autoplay,
1: <laughs> uh, right?
0: It could be on autoplay. Yeah, that's true. So okay, this movie. Cruel Intentions. Now, I had not seen it since I was in high school. And I was actually extremely, extremely excited to do this movie. When we when we brought this up, like, yeah, hey, let's do Cruel Intentions. I'm like, I can't wait to go back and watch this movie. And now, as I have to sit here and look you in the eye through the screen that is this computer, I... Uh, I have to just do breathing exercises because I don't know, man.
1: My notes
0: are literally, like, beat by beat, a walking contradiction of our youth. I, I, I'm just like, the f***, <laughs> man. I can't wait to talk to you about this. I, I, I mean,
1: the alternative opening to the episode, I think we nailed it because that led us into a little bit of your soul and our relationship and... The breathing was a good callback. This is what I, I, I wrote, and um, I, I think it's I think this is accurate. I had never seen Cruel Intentions until I watched it to do this episode. And I rented it and on YouTube, and I have to say, if they made a movie specifically designed to make me hate it, it would be
0: Cruel Intentions. <laughs> no, if we, if we had a pre-ramble and then literally like a cold open and then insert music, that's where the music goes. Like we would be <laughs> hearing the intro because that I hadn't seen it in forever and now I was excited to talk about it. You had never seen it and absolutely hate it. So I don't think we waste any more f-ing time. I think we get into it. And I'm sorry, from the opening of the very movie... That therapist is ridiculous. A absolute (laughs) sheer parody of anything real in the therapy world. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. was atrocious. They couldn't even from the beginning of the movie set it up with any accuracy at all. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like no, she would be immediately. Like, let go of whatever license they have to have for doing the things that she was doing. I mean, terrible. When I was young, when I was in high school, I actually loved this movie. I mean,. You know what I mean, but I was in high school. Don't 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 groan at me and go. ugh. I mean, it, we you were, should have been a hater like me. We, were, we should oh, have been a hater. No, people loved. This. I hated these stars. Loved, I whatever. hated this crap. No, I love. I know people. what you did no, last summer
1: no, no, and all these people.
0: The fuck off you hater. Now the point is, I actually liked this movie when I was young. This is one of the few movies like Boogie Nights. Loved it when I was young. Love it today. Going back and watching this oh my god these characters all of them all of these characters are mm-hmm. f- there is nothing redeeming about them they literally all deserve to die okay even mm. even when he turns his life around a little bit for that oh, brief Jesus. moment still kind of yep. deserve to get hit by the car these characters that was the best part are they are absolutely a- they're absolutely... They're terrible. And they're, this they're movie... Terrible.
1: And even, even their, their names, Sebastian. And, they, and the actors who they got to play them. I can't... Uh,
0: I love I the just... actors. No, I love the actors. I will defend the actors. I understand why they did it. But I'm sorry. This movie completely reminded me that I love my generation. I love when I was born. But by God, did we have some seriously questionable art. I hate the character Sebastian.
1: And it's, it's not just because, Oh, I wish I was him. Like he he's, he's a terrible garbage tier human being. He makes Zach Morris
0: look like a, like a quality human being. Well, yeah. And I know that's what the director and the right, I know that's what they were going for. I mean, Ryan Phillippe mm-hmm. is actually a good dude. That's you know, Sarah, yes. Yeah, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is yeah, fine. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon great. is an, is a, is a fantastic actress. She's amazing. And she was, she was good at playing this role you know what i mean yeah. she was good at playing the yeah. role i i thought the performers let me be absolutely clear i thought the performances were fine you know what i mean I a com- little rough no. around the edges at times but they were also dealing mm. with the writing that was on the page they were trying to be these super sophisticated overly you know high class teenagers you know with mm-hmm. all of this clever dialogue and all this clever way of speaking even though it's i'll let you put it anywhere like i'm sorry Mm -hmm. it was trying to take kids and put them in like upscale new york and and this 100 percent comes down to the storytelling the hatred for this is the storytelling
1: (laughs) well it's based it's based on a 1782 french novel called dangerous liaisons so it's from the 18th century we're talking is the source material. From that level, the, the higher end dialogue, the, the, the more complex language, makes sense when it's set in this aristocracy in France centuries ago. You put that in, in 90s LA or New York, wherever they were. I, I couldn't care less. It seems completely out of place. So forced, Ryan Felipe is not a smart enough, intelligent enough human being. You can see it in his eyes that he does not know what those words mean and that he's is, he is incapable of carrying. Um, I understand. They rewrote a lot of the dialogue,
0: though, and modernized it.
1: Of course they did, but it still retained that sort of snooty, uh, true aristocratic it was, it was, it, sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: Okay, right. yeah, true, true, true. Now, true. now
1: you said the you, you said the acting was fine, but but the but the you know the 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 script was terrible. I I wrote this. It's the worst premise, acting, actors, writing, cinematography, directing. And, uh, uh, language, uh, just their, their word choices. Like I'll let you put it anywhere. Um, and the one and only thing that I didn't find terrible about it was Reese played her part decent and the editing, I can't complain about the editing, but the cinematography and the direction was so uninspired. I have rarely, if I seen a movie, especially from the late nineties, that was so just set up the camera on a tripod and, and, and go, it, it was It was almost like it was shooting a stage play. I I found nothing inspirational, nothing. There was nothing for me to hold on to. This was the worst $3 I have ever spent in my life.
0: Now, the production design was good. Everybody remembers how classic, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar's bedroom was. I'm sorry, that's not normal. It might have been on okay, a tripod set deck, but the but the production design of this film was actually great. Between you know, and and by the way, just to make this clear, when you watch cinema, uh, tall buildings equal New York. I just want to get that out of the way real quick. So they were in New York.
1: <laughs> I blocked it out. So, I blocked it out. <laughs> I just doesn't it seem more like L.A. No, doesn't it seem no, not more? from the
0: minute they open. He's they're literally they have an, a helicopter shot flying over the the convertible driving into Manhattan. I mean, it, like it, it. Okay, it, it, it is. I stand. And the doorman. And, and, be- and I'm the sorry to Ryan Felipe the, for saying. The, you know,
1: I, I'm sorry to Ryan Felipe for saying he's not very smart because clearly I'm not either.
0: But um, <laughs> No, I, what, it I, is, I, what it is? What it is is these were movies. under these were young actors that weren't developed into their craft very much. Put with a odd premise of mixing an old story into modern times mm-hmm. without fully changing the flow of the style of dialogue. Correct, and then on top of it, making a movie that again, I, I, I hate to say it, this is the, this is now where somebody can start to go. You old, you you're so old, dude. Like, I'm sorry, going back and watching it, I hated everything about these characters, and I I just yeah. I couldn't get behind them. And and yeah, who that are you scares to me? That scares me a little bit because you know it's kind of like, mm-hmm. am I am I becoming my parents? Am I now? Am I now at that point where I'm going to hate? on the stuff that, but like, seriously, it's like going back and watching this, you're like, wow, this is what inspired, this was what kids were watching in high school yeah. as if it was yeah. normal. Her screaming well, like a temper tantrum, tamper tantrum in a room going, no, I want to f- yes. <laughs> Fans of video games, history or video game history will definitely want to listen to Retronaut. Each week, Bob Mackey and myself, that's Jeremy Parrish, dive into the stories behind the greatest games of the past and the history behind the hits of today. Check us out every Monday on the Greenlit Podcast Network.
1: How does Bloodborne stack up against, say, Oregon Trail? And is Bomberman just Loadrunner from a different point of view? Find out on Hardcore Gaming 101's Top Games, where we objectively, definitively, and scientifically rank the games you nominate for our ever-growing list. HG101's Top Games twice a week every week right here on greenlit well all right so since you mentioned it let me say the one 30 seconds that i could stomach of this movie was the very 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 end when bittersweet symphony is playing yep. and she comes out of the church and and everybody's reading the the book and, and 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 then he finds the cocaine on her necklace or jewelry or whatever it yeah. was. And and, and and first of all, I like that song a lot. And it's, I mean, that song was from like 96, 97. So it wasn't part of like, this wasn't, that's not where this song came from. But, um, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar with the coke, with the expression on her face, with that music and the fact that Ryan Felipe had just died. That made me that, that for that minute, let's say of the hour and a half or two hours didn't make me want to hate myself. I I
0: can't myself, believe so. you made it to the end. I have two comments on that. One, I, I'm actually amazed you got it to the made it to the end. <laughs> Like I was expecting to get on here and, and, and have you go, okay, I made it 35 <sighs> minutes in and I couldn't. Like I expected that. So I, I applaud you for at least fighting through the, I think it's like an hour and like 35 minute movie or something like that. Oh, it so. felt like six hours. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. The, the next note I have, and I, I, I usually hide the fact that I have notes. I'm literally going to say it because this note, as you were talking, struck out to me and made me laugh a little bit. The ending does sort of redeem the movie. Like, thank God he died. That was my note. <laughs> like, like that was the only thing that made it quasi okay, was that they tore down the villains, you know, and I, and, and all that. There's but. nothing but villains in this movie. There's nothing but villains and victims. That's
1: all there are. Villains some, and victims. some
0: well, yeah, true. Some some, some She's some the victim. In. She's a victim, yes, she is a victim. She's gaslit and all the as whole way her. through. As is Reese Witherspoon, and
1: and I, I, look, I stuck with it because a, I have to, I'm a professional, I'm gonna, I can, I'm gonna suffer through it. I I spent three dollars and I only had a 24 hour rental on it, but I was waiting the whole GD time to get to a point where. This made sense where I'm like, surely at the end of this movie, something is going to redeem. There's going to be some lesson learned. There's going to be some like, I I don't know. I I just really expected you're going to put up all this bull crap. You're just going to make this terrible movie. There's got to be a point to it. There's gonna be there's gotta be some reason it made seventy something million dollars, and I wanted to find out why. And it's all wrapped up in like a period of three to five minutes, and there is no redemption. The guy dies and says, "I love you," right before he dies. Yeah. That was. He didn't become a better human being. He became a less human being. Yeah. Like
0: I mean, if you really break it down, still a dirt bag. Yeah, I mean, if you if, if, to sum up, like the 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 lesson learned, it's the lesson learned is if you try to f your sister in the A over a bet, you die. I mean, that's really what happens. <laughs> oh, and and take a girl's take a a nice Christian girl's V would yeah. be another thing. Yeah,
1: uh, th- to add to that. So, okay, it's 1999 movie. It made seventy six million dollars. On a ten million dollar budget in the it box started office. As an indip- yes, that's the it box office. It started as an independent film. Yeah, and, and 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 my only answer to that is crap sells. Crap sells. And that's what this—it had some good-looking actors, and and I'm sure part of the appeal was, oh my gosh, it's so shocking to see these teenagers talk that way. I can't believe the I-know-what-you-did-last-summer people did this. I can't believe Buffy the Vampire Slayer is talking about getting effed in the a. I I I just—you I, know, I, I just can't—I I, I think that is the appeal, that this was so shocking because they're young child actors, basically— doing this this horrible, horrible film with with no redeeming qualities. Somebody, somebody who's listening to this episode, please, at us on social
0: media and tell us what it is that you like about yeah, this movie. Yeah, guys, I, I, like this, the, here's the deal. I, we usually don't say things like, please, come to social media and tell us. I mean, usually we we let mm. you into this little sneak peek. Our thoughts and feelings from our past... But no, seriously.
1: And
0: if you wanna talk, sure. Yeah, if you wanna wanna talk, fine. Please, somebody, somebody tell us what made this movie good to you. Somebody's gotta be able to say something. I mean, we're gonna have to comb the internet. To pull a Spaceballs, you know, uh, 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 saying into this, we literally have to comb the internet. Not the desert, the internet, (laughs) to find out who's saying good things about this movie. And you know, after this amount of stuff, I don't just, I don't hate on stuff. I don't hate mm-hmm. on all this stuff. This has no, my job, that is your job. And then you do it beautifully. I, I literally walked away going, this was a majority of our direct generation. They were our age. It was our generation mm-hmm. in high school that were all in these movies, you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar and, you know, I mean, Ryan Reese, with everyone that we're talking about. These were people that like, were like the stars of our generation and they were all in this movie. How? Mm-hmm. How? <laughs> Who's, how many agents came together and went, you know what? It's going to be sh- but they are going to be saying dirty, dirty things and people will watch it in high school. That had to be it. Anyway, my point is these were all very attractive people that were the biggest stars of our generation. You know, it obviously made money. This is one of those things where looking back, it does not hold up. It, it, It is disgusting mm. and, sh- and shames people and belittles people and and is is truly evil. You know what I mean? It's on unap- I agree. The, the retirement it,
1: another thing to add to that is 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 the is the is the fact that it's unapologetically racist. Totally. They're, 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 the, the usually in a movie where they like, you know, knock the 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 help down or the, the 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 you know, the young black guy that's kind of in this movie, like he's literally hiding in a thing under her bed. And then just like runs out naked in shame. He is like shamed by people he can't be with. And, and usually in a movie like that, those people suffer some consequences for being. So
0: racist to somebody. Well, yeah. The mom. They didn't
1: suffer anything. It never got blown up in their face.
0: The, the mom, exactly. The mom. The mom. Well, you talked about hiding in the bed. That was in Sarah Michelle Geller's room. The mom is right. the worst of all who's sitting there and she's like, what are you talking about? My husband and I donated to Colin Powell. You know, as if mm-hmm. that made the difference that they gave mm-hmm. money to, you know, an African-American, you know. And she was never got puppets over that. She no, never. never got, you know, never. Punished thematically by that. I mean, okay, redeeming, there was nothing cooler than when Sean Patrick Thomas was walking out of that racist woman's house going, the black man is gone! The black man is gone! That was like, that was the only redeeming like, way to take it into your own hands and go, Mm -hmm. you racist, you know, and to run out screaming that. And I actually met that guy four years ago in LA mm-hmm. and I, I didn't bring it up, but I so, I was like, I, I, I was like, dude, nice. Love your work. And I, I left it at that. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There was something so redeeming that he was, I mean, that woman was horrible. She never got anything coming to her. And he at least was like, right. F- I'm out. What is the point?
1: Why, why do we have this character? Why are the two main characters there are no good people. Like I said, there's no hero in this story. There are two absolutely, there's multiple despicable human beings. The two main stars are just horrible. And then there's two victims. There, but there's no one to have a moral compass. There's no one that uh, says you're right, you're wrong. There's, there's no one that stands up to them. There's, they, they, they're not thematically punished at any point. So I'm just like, why do you make this movie? I mean, I'm all for making despicable characters, but there needs to be a point. There needs to be. It's not just despicable for the sake of uh, what a piece of crap and all. Oh, isn't it like oh, I, the only point I can think of is that you you're cheering for his death, and by the time his death happens, you're like, well, he got what was coming to him. But to me, he got off super easy, <laughs> like. And yeah. his sister's obviously going to get kicked out of school, probably go to jail, get be hated by everybody. So she's thematically punished. But it's just like, I, I just don't understand. Y- you got to make bad guys so you can have good guys and that you can have a character arc. This character arc was so short, abbreviated, and meaningless. I mean, he...
0: Do you have? I mean, this is this is. I asked you to write this down. You're getting really flustered. I, I, it's fun to see how flustered you're getting over talking about how vile this movie is at its core. Yeah. Like, that's really <laughs> exciting. I, the, 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 the only other thing that I really want to, really want to talk about because, you know, obviously there was a, there, they were, they, they tried, I'm going to put tried to do the transition between like, Sex and love, and the difference between, you know, and the, and the and the arc of Sebastian's character and Reese Witherspoon's character, Annette opening up and all that kind of stuff. Seriously, went from I don't trust myself. Reese Witherspoon's character says I don't trust myself around you. Leaves, and then one scene later, they're banging. One, one scene. It went from one no to one yes in one scene. That was it. Yep. That yep. is the laziest, laziest writing ever. One and la- scene to change an entire fundamental. She went from, I will be a virgin forever. She went against mm-hmm. every fiber yes. of her being in one yes. scene. Yes. yes. And I'm really glad you brought that
1: up. That was the part I was about to get to is that, um, don't mistake for a second that Sebastian actually fell in love with her and then like uh then because he loved her they ended up together. He was very much a piece of shit, including up into and past the point they finally had sex. And 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 she and, and he he was shaming her. He wanted to win the bet. He did not care. I don't care if you think, oh, he really secretly loved her. No, he was still trying to win the bet. And I wrote down what he said. This is what he said to get her to sleep with him. This is verbatim what he said. And again, it wasn't because he actually felt this way. It was a manipulative, terrible thing he was doing to this innocent girl. He said, You're going to have to spend the rest of your life knowing you turned your back on love. Have a nice life. And then walks out. That is what did it. That line. Have
0: a nice life. Then he's so messed up about it. Mm Self-censoring. He's so messed up about it. Like, he then goes crazy, like, and starts, like, sweating and, like, throwing stuff around. Like, it was a, I don't really love you. It was just a bet. I don't believe you. I don't believe you, Sebastian. No, it was. He's so broken up about it. But then literally, like, two scenes later, he's skipping down the street of New York in love before getting hit by a car. Like literally all of yeah. a sudden it's like happy, like I've accepted love. Went in, in like in the in the twelve hours that this took place went from like <laughs> you know finally It wasn't even a couple days? I I, yeah. I I swear to God it was like a night. It was like twelve hours. They like they like had mm-hmm. sex and then it was like then he literally, like the next day, like turns her ba- his Talked back. His talk to his sister. Talk to the sister. His sister made him feel bad yeah, and about, then, yeah, feeling. So, it might have been a couple days, but it was so quick. And I mean, then he was went back and broke up with her. Yeah,
1: and, and then, then, then she left. So, but I mean, and then, yeah, yeah, oh god. I mean, turn your back on love. Have a nice life. That is what got it done. That's the last thing he said before they they went at it. Yeah, at least I don't. And 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 uh, I seem to remember. I thought maybe the, the love line was about the pool, the scene previous, but that's neither here nor there. It, this was so toxic. This whole thing was just a toxic relationship from beginning to end. I do not think there's any way, based on their interactions uh, leading up to it, I do not think there's any way that that a person who is a hardcore Christian
0: virgin would fall for his bullshit. I want to... I, I The last thing I just want to say is I don't think we could rip this movie apart anymore. I don't think there was a smart point to get on this other than, well, you know what? I don't want to say that nobody has good things to say about this because we want people to come and tell us if there was anything Mm -hmm. positive or what they like about this movie. From my perspective, it didn't hold up. But I will say... Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Felipe, Reese Witherspoon, Selma Blair, Joshua Jackson, Sean Patrick Thomas, even Swoozie Kurtz, who, who plays, uh, uh, who's uh, from Omaha, I believe, or from Nebraska, who played the therapist. These are some amazing actors that I really, really love their work. And I in no way, I in, am in no way bashing the work that they did that they were paid to do, to do this movie. I just can't believe their agents got everybody together and went, you should really, really do this. Because this, you know, I gotta, I gotta just make certain, hate the movie, hate the story has nothing to do with the actors.